Interviewing with the Cooler Women's Wellness Tribe, the podcast. Get comfortable, get your walking shoes on, and let's get going. Welcome everybody to the next episode of the Cooler Women's Wellness Podcast and I have another amazing guest today. We've got lots to talk about. So I have Sarah who is the founder of the Self Love Tribe here in Dubai but we will be covering she is taking this worldwide. So after this podcast, <laughs> Miss International, <laughs> International Self Love Expert, that could be your new um title so we'll get straight into it um so I I am within the self-love tribe I'll briefly explain it from my point of view and then you can you can add in add in everything else so I joined the self-love tribe I think quite at the beginning um and I've seen it grow so it's at the moment it's a it's a gorgeous whatsapp group and I'm guessing you've probably got lots of people like me that I'm quite quiet, like I like the odd thing, but it's just so nice to have that sense of community. And we'll talk about that and, you know, checking your phone and seeing the girls lifting each other up and the events going on. And yeah, it's really heartwarming. And it's just nice to see that there is this sense of sisterhood and this sense of community, which basically growing right before my eyes so that's from a member's point of view so tell me tell me a little bit about first introduce yourself how did you get to where you are now not on this podcast but the founder of the self-love tribe (laughs) yeah oh thank you for the beautiful introduction and so nice to know that you've been in there since the beginning as well um yeah so basically how did I get to becoming the founder of the self-love tribe? I had my own issues with my self-love, um, self-esteem. I was really lacking in confidence. I felt like I was never good enough. And it really was impacting my life in so many ways. Um, I kept finding myself in these toxic relationships with people that were just taking advantage of me because I didn't know how to set boundaries because I was such a people pleaser and you know because I never felt like I was good enough at anything my life just kind of felt miserable like it didn't matter what I did I never felt fulfilled um I always wanted to have external validation from other people because I couldn't validate myself um and I just got to a point where I didn't want to live that way anymore so I started getting my own professional support Uh, I started going to therapy, I started doing coaching, I literally just like threw myself into this whole uh, world of uh, developing myself and starting to love myself and it really changed my life in so many amazing ways that I knew that I wanted to share this with people. So I started just by sharing on Instagram and then I started studying like more in the professional sense of how to start guiding people towards self-love because I had my experience, but then obviously that's just my experience. Um, And I wanted to know how I could help all different kinds of people. And it just started there. Um, And I remember when I was getting into the self-love space, I was following another girl on Instagram called Kai. And she was also um, 
when I first started following her, she was just teaching yoga. And that was the same with me. And I was also teaching yoga. And we were both kind of going in this similar direction. Um, so we were like, oh, let's be friends. And, you know, we were sitting and we would have conversations with each other about like how difficult it is to meet genuine people in Dubai and like to have like these deeper conversations and just to have a space to be supported and held. So um, I just kind of went to her like, you know, do you want to create this space with me? And she just said, yeah, sure. So we just started like as an idea that we were going to run a women's circle and see how it went. And, uh, you know, it was amazing. It was so obvious, like when we put it out there, how needed it was. And our our thing was like, we want to create that non-judgmental safe space for people to come um, and to be themselves while also learning the tools to love themselves. Because that's just not something that we're ever taught anywhere. Um, yeah. Unless you have an epic family who's already yeah. been on that to instill it in you. So yeah the feedback we got was amazing and we didn't realize how needed it was until we did it and then we just kept doing it and it just evolved in its own way now um, yeah so that's amazing and I do I do think so just going back to you and Kai meeting I think obviously you're adults at this time and it is very difficult for women in Dubai I think in Dubai as well because a lot of people are expats so you leave your friends you leave your family and you're suddenly on your own and making friends as an adult is a lot harder than making friends I don't know when you're a child a teenager you're at school you're seeing these people every single day like they're your friends because you go to school with them and you have that bond but as an adult whether or not you stay in your home country you have this it's hard it is hard to make friends it's very hard to make friends and you lose friends along the way naturally as you get older and I know particularly people who women who may not have left the UK for example if you're still living in the UK like making friends when you've got children like I know my friends at home who have children I'm in their whatsapp group and they're already friends and it's so hard for them just to meet meet up like because of the kids and husbands and work so having a a safe space to go to and then I think safe is one of the the main words there as well that you don't have that judgment um and women can be judgy yeah and I think again that's another thing you learn as you get older but I don't know about you but when I've had my the same as you so being in toxic relationships because you haven't got that self-love and you're sort of grasping this love from people who aren't really giving you the love that you need and being able to go somewhere and not have that judgment and I think when you're in your 30s or your late 20s you have the hangover from your younger years don't you that kind of follows you around I don't know if you you feel the same way and it did take me a long time to go to places on my own as a as a grown up without saying to my friend, like, will you come? I need to go here. And knowing that you can go and there's going to be women there that are not going to be like, oh, look at her. What's she wearing? Oh, she's X, Y, Z. And she's this. She's done that. And um, yeah. it takes a while to shake that off, I think. 
I agree. And I think that's why spaces like this are so important because they're so specific in what they offer. Like for us, we are offering a space for people who are going with a going through a certain thing that want a space to come and talk and be supported. So like everyone is automatically in the same boat and it removes the judgment and the shame. And it's like people, instead of looking at each other and judging each other, they're looking at each other and like connecting with each other. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the magic. And that's obviously not that easy uh, to do if you're, I don't know, meeting someone at work or if you're going out to a nightclub, which is what yeah. most people in Dubai prefer to do. But um, it's not an inviting space for you to really like open up and talk about who, who you really are and what you're really going yeah. through. It's more, yeah. much more level of the surface, which is hard to break through. Yeah. So that the ladies, the women that you speak to and that come to your events, what, just so the people listening, it's nice to hear that other people go through things. What what kind of things do they come to the tribe with? Like what, what are they trying to change in their lives and what things have happened? Yeah, so a lot of, they all come from their different backgrounds and different experiences, but the underlying theme of the issues is like they're lacking in confidence. Mm -hmm. They don't know who they are or why they're here or what their purpose is in this life. Um, they're lonely. They don't know how to connect with people on a deeper level. Um, I don't know if I already mentioned this, but they struggle to be themselves. Yeah. And they want and start showing up in the world as themselves we also a lot of like inner child you know it's not therapy so I'm not going to say healing yeah. like a lot of inner child stuff a lot of um like just diving into their limiting beliefs yeah always comes back to I'm not good enough or I don't deserve this so these are generally the kind of uh, things yeah. that we so um again just coming back to some of the things so we can share so if I was so I going to come to you and I get this all the time when ladies come to me and the the sense of just not being enough not being good enough what what things would you say so if I was coming to you um just saying exactly that and I I feel like I'm not good enough I'm not a good parent or I'm not good I, I just don't know what I'm doing here I don't know why I'm here and I feel like I don't fit in which is something I hear a lot from my clients so how would you how do you tackle that what kind of things would you suggest so the listeners if they're feeling the same thing they can sort of take these tips yeah. away so I think one of the most practical and powerful tools I use is this thing of like teaching people how to start relating to themselves like they would relate to their friends because mm -hmm. what tends to happen is that um like we're we're so hard on ourselves and we're so forgiving of everyone else when we are so hard on ourselves that is knocking down our confidence over and over and over again which is always going to make us feel like we're not good enough. So yeah. if we want to start feeling good enough, then we need to stop like terrorizing ourselves, basically. You're just not going to be able to lift yourself up while you're tearing yourself down at the same time. It doesn't work. 
Um, but it can also be hard for you to think about how do I be kind to myself when I don't like myself? Mm. So when you start taking a more objective view of yourself by thinking about, okay, like what would I say to my friend who was thinking similar things? Like you can always understand how to be kind to your friends. Mm. So when you start like turning that kind of dialogue towards yourself, whatever it is that you would say to your friend, then you start building that relationship of being a friend to yourself, which is ultimately going to lead to more feelings of self-worth and more self-love. Yeah. And yeah. I think the thing is that um, we spend so much time focusing on everything that's wrong with us. And I think that's just what the brain naturally does. It's always looking at negatives. Yeah. Um, and I think when you understand that it does that because it wants to keep you safe and it wants you to survive it also helps you to start stepping away from that narrative and that vision and then you can start making a conscious effort to focus on the things that are right with you and everyone has things that are right with them yeah there's yeah. a single person in the world who's like all wrong um, yeah so I what I do with my clients and with people that come to the circle is I say to them like what are the things about yourself that you can celebrate that have nothing to do with anything external? So it's not like you have a good job or, you know, you have the perfect relationship and that's why you're good enough. Cause like all of these things could crumble at any moment. And then so will your self-worth. It's like, it depends on whatever is happening outside you. But if you start to put the focus internally and you say, okay, like, um, for example, I know that when I see a video of a dog or a puppy or a cat, I get really emotional and I think it's so cute. And like that shows me that I'm compassionate or like I'm empathetic. Like I really feel things deeply. Yeah. And that could be one of the things that you celebrate about yourself. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I I do this a lot in coaching and when I teach yin yoga as well. So I you know when especially in yin yoga when it's hard to switch off the mind and I know that when I wasn't teaching yin yoga I'd be lying there thinking oh my god this is happening and you'd end up just in a turmoil of to-do lists and you know I've got nothing to wear I hate this I don't like that so now I do similar to you so I tell my students my clients Think of the things that you love about somebody else, first of all. So obviously as they're lying there or we're chatting and then where they see that in themselves. So if they think of their best friend and their best friend is really kind, now, now tell me where or in your mind's eye, see where you are also really kind. Because what you see in others is a direct mirror. Um, because even if, you know, I, I struggle sometimes like oh what do I like about myself so then I'll flip it so what do I like about her and yes I can see that in me <laughs> like you said we're not we're not taught this stuff like imagine if in school they actually took time to say right you know we're taught that sharing is caring and we have to be kind to other people but your teachers never tell you to be kind to yourself like mm -hmm. So when, when, yeah when were we ever told that and and like you said the brain is works in magical ways but then 
the brain does for fight or flight remember those negative things and that's why we hold on to those negative things because it wants to protect us it's like you know let's get all this negative stuff so it's here and we know it and it keeps it right at the front of the mind so yeah, yeah. not so magical when it when it does that well yeah because it holds you back it ends up holding yeah. you back rather than moving you forward so yeah and one thing that I always say as well just going back to the, the kindness I find that mothers always when I ask tell me one thing you love they will say they're a good mother and they might be the best mom in the world but I always say you're not allowed to have that one <laughs> you're yeah. not allowed because like you said it's external and you know it's of course you're a good mother like I'm getting that most of the time goes without saying I want you to think about what you love about yourself that doesn't involve anybody else yeah I love that I had the same come up with my clients um and it's it's good to dig deeper when that happens and just say Mm -hmm. like for example okay you can't have that one but let's let's try and use it somehow it's like what are the qualities of a good mother you know caring kind so yeah. then that brings you back to the truth of what yeah. that action itself yeah. yeah it's never about the external thing yeah so if anyone is a mother and they're listening I want you to I always I feel like I always give homework in my podcast I love <laughs> it yeah. I think it's the teacher in me still that I'm like right you've got some homework um <laughs> So a little homework is whether you do it now or at the end, just thinking about what you love about yourself, even if you're not a mother, but if you're not a mother, you're not allowed to say that I'm a good mom. Even if you are mother of the year, 2023, you're not allowed to have that I'm a good mom. I want you to, we want you to dig deep, like really think about the qualities of yourself that that you love, like what makes you you, what makes you special. And if you do struggle with that, because again, it's not ingrained into us. Think about your best friend, what do you love in her, and then find those qualities and you'll in yourself and you'll see that they're there. They are there. You wouldn't be able to see them in your friend if they didn't exist in you. So that's your that's homework for this week. Okay, cool. So let's I've got a couple of questions I jotted down. Um there's one here. I know we spoke about sort of making new friends, joining the sister uh, the sister circle. So let's give a bit of advice and maybe coach the listeners through if you are, so if you're listening to this and you've just arrived in Dubai, and I know a lot of people in the WhatsApp group, when they introduce themselves, they're very new to Dubai. And I always think, oh, that's amazing, first of all, that they found the tribe because I didn't have that when I came to Dubai. I was lucky enough to have come to Dubai with with my friends so I didn't come alone but when I reflect back I don't know how what I would have done like I don't know how people do it on their own it's so it is so scary and listeners who may be trying something new or you've started a new job or you are struggling with new friendships making friends with new women um other than joining the self-love tribe what what do you suggest for women to do and how some tips on how to get the confidence to actually approach people to make new friends Hmm. so like there's two sides of this one I would say 
figure out what you're really interested in and find meetup groups that are based on that interest. Yeah. When, when you know you're meeting people over a shared interest, it's a lot easier to connect with them as opposed to if you, again, same example, if you're just throwing yourself into a nightclub, which is full of people, and it's very hard to, to know what you can connect with them on, aside from yeah. the fact that it's a nightclub, you know? But yeah. with interest, it goes a little bit deeper than just uh, being at a bar. So meet people over mutual interest. That's the first thing. Um, in terms of um, how else to meet people, what I see a lot of people doing is joining Facebook groups of the country that they're in and like describing more about themselves to meet people who are similar. So there's like this Facebook group called ATB. There's like that Dubai girl. There's um, what else? Dubai expats. So I'm sure that you will find this in every country. I saw it in Bali. Yeah. I saw yeah. it in the so if you maybe just have a browse for those type of Facebook communities and then you can just drop your picture or just some text in there about who you are what kind of people you want to connect with and then your people will find you yeah. a lot of people that we meet actually have friends in Dubai but like what you were saying earlier people grow apart for whatever mm. reason you might enter Dubai and you started as somebody who goes to a brunch every single weekend, gets drunk, and you are happy with that and the people that you do that with for a certain amount of time. And then you start changing. You want to build healthier, healthier habits. You want to yeah. start doing yoga. And you're like, where do I find people to do that with now? And it's like you have to almost have the courage to walk away from the things that you know are not serving you anymore and put yourself in the places where you know you want to be and make space for those type of people to come into your life yeah so that's yeah something so. I feel like you've just described you've just described me <laughs> yeah I just described myself as well I was going out like two nights a week every single weekend yeah yeah at one point I was like I cannot live like this anymore and I lost yeah. so many times but you have to be willing to do that in order to get the friends that you do want because you have two yeah. options keep those friends and keep living a life that makes you miserable or you know you take that risk and you allow for the life that you do want to come to your way. yeah so. yeah of course and it is it does take courage so again if you're listening to this and you're like oh my god I can't I can't you can you can do it you can make friends and especially if you're a mom look at how easy it is for children to make friends. It's taking away, children are not judgmental. And when you find your right people, those people will not be judgmental either. And you can go and have weird and wonderful conversations with people that, that get you and they're not gonna go, they're not gonna look at you and probably call you weird. And speaking from experience, I've always been a little bit witchy, a little bit woo-woo. And some of the things that I would want to talk about, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would have it in my head. I'd be reading or listening to podcasts. But then I wouldn't say to people that, oh, my, my, my spirit guides have, are with me now, like I can feel them. <laughs> and then now I have a group of people that I'd be like, oh yeah, they're here now. Like, yeah, and they don't look at me like I'm weird. They are like, oh my God, ask them what they want. Yeah, like yeah. tell them to sit down pull up a seat 
you know it's finding those people for you um so yeah just remembering it will happen and it can happen so confidence then give me I'm new to your whatsapp group I'm really nervous I want to come to the yoga or one of your circles what what are your top tips on finding that self-love to then radiate self-confidence as well yeah so I think there are a few elements to this one is if you are working on your relationship with yourself through like a couple of the tools that we mentioned earlier that's a byproduct of that is that you're going to be gaining more confidence in yourself to be able to do that the second thing I like to tell people is reach out to the the host of whatever it is that you're planning to attend to um if you're talking in terms of like going to a meetup or whatever if you feel nervous tell someone um you can even you know if you're worried about what to say to people when you first meet them you can tell them that you're nervous um something really interesting happens when you're open about your feelings and you're vulnerable people then feel also safe to be the same and they probably relate to as well as everyone's in the same boat everyone's out here trying to meet someone new so that kind of takes like the shame away from taking that first step but what also helps is to have some questions already pre-planned before you Mm go you're worried that you're going to get nervous about what you're going to say when you get there just google it I've done it so many times just google a list of questions that are in good conversation starters and when you see someone obviously just say hi and whatever and you can start going in with that um and you know two things happen either you connect with someone or you don't yeah but what the most important thing that you have to realize is that you will not be everyone's cup of tea and not everyone will be your cup of tea and it's it doesn't mean it's because you're not good enough it doesn't mean because there's something wrong with the other person Sometimes it just is that you don't vibe with someone. Yeah. That lack of disconnection with someone, you can view it as a redirection to connect with someone who is right for you. Yeah. Um, so it's really important not to take these sort of things personally because they might come up. You might feel like, oh, maybe somebody's judging you or maybe you're not getting along with someone who's you've met. Um, and just realizing that it's not personal. They are doing their thing, you are doing your thing, and you just need to keep going until you find that right person. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. And that, again, I think for me, that came also came with age, not saying old and wise, but just the understanding of not everyone's going to like you. And when I'm talking to my clients, because I flip it to me, like, you know, sometimes even now I'll get the the feeling of oh she doesn't like like me or you know even sometimes when I'm teaching yoga and I don't know if you get this but like when you're teaching yoga and obviously people are concentrating and then I have this like oh my god she thinks I'm a rubbish yoga teacher because they they don't Mm -hmm. have this eye contact and or she doesn't like me and this happened to me just last week as I was teaching yoga and my ego was like she doesn't like the class she doesn't like it was just coming in and then having to have a little word with myself that do I like every yoga teacher that I go to 
like it's not a personal thing it can be you know it's the yoga and the same applies to life do you like everybody like I've said this to a client in the past and she laughed and was like no some people are annoying or whatever her response was and I was like exactly billions of people in the world were not meant to like every single one of them and they're not going to like us and it's just having that and once I felt like once that is kind of in my mind it's easy to just let it go because yeah I don't like everybody not everyone likes me and just having that is like oh wow freedom yeah yeah it is is freedom freedom to be yourself like freedom to be yourself and it gives you the confidence then to just keep going because you're not you're not taking everything so personally anymore yeah yeah I think this the, the feeling of or the need to be liked, I think, goes back to being te- in school, teenagers. And I think as girls, you have the, I don't know, you have your girl gang at school and, you know, you have to be the most popular girl. I'm guessing it might be the same for guys, but I don't know if there's any guys that will listen to this. But And that doesn't shake off even into your early 20s and late 20s. And you still have this feeling of... You must be surrounded by lots of friends. They've all got to like you and you need to be the most popular, popular girl in school, popular girl in the office. And I think, again, that comes down to needing that love and appreciation from other people because we're not taught to have that self-love. So, um, yeah, if anyone can relate to that, and I know I definitely can, and it is something that took me quite a few years to shake off. And like I said, just last week, it was still there, knocking on the, knocking mm. on the, my my little ego, knocking on. Um, but at the end of the class, the girl, she thanked me. We had a chat. And I was like, what an idiot. <laughs> it's me, not her. Because halfway through, I was like really questioning myself. Um, so even, you know, if you do get these thoughts and you're listening, like it's normal. It's what you do after that shows the growth in self-love. And yeah um yeah I hope I hope that made sense it did yeah and I was gonna say like it's such an important point to make to realize that it's not like you just start this journey and then you end up at a final destination where you're super confident Mm -hmm. and you have doubts and you never worry about being judged or you never want external validation like I think it's so deeply rooted in our being even if you want to go and talk about like generational, generationally, you know, yeah, this self-love stuff has really only come to the surface, I would say, in this lifetime. Yeah. Um, and very, very recently in this lifetime. So yeah. you will always have these things that are going to come up for you. But um, yeah, it's, it's literally just about the way that you respond changes. And because you don't feel like you're so in that reaction, it yeah. gives you the space and the freedom and the confidence as well, because you're not defining yourself by it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that kind of just somewhat like your self-love isn't just a magic button that all of a sudden mm. you do all the work and you love everything about yourself and you don't doubt yourself. You don't you don't think the girl in the yoga class thinks you're a rubbish yoga teacher because she hasn't smiled at you. Like it's what you do with that information. It's the right talking to yourself, finding 
one thing that I do if I do get stuck is I'm like, right, where's the evidence? Because that's what I would say to my best friend. If she was like, oh my God, this girl doesn't like me. I'm like, well, why? What's she done? What she said? Has she said, I don't like you? Or is this something completely made up in your head? And it's literally, most of the time, it's completely made up in my head and I'll get rid of it. Because that's what I would say to my best friend. Well, what did they say? What what evidence is there? Show me. You know, yeah. just have that conversation with yourself. And a lot of the time you'll realise that it is made up. And yeah. if you're still not sure, then go and ask them. And if they don't like you, say, oh, thank you. Then let it go. Because then at least you know and you don't have to worry about it anymore because you know. <laughs> so... Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's and it is hard. It's hard. If you're listening and any of this resonates, you can sleep easy knowing that even self-love coach, women's wellness coach, we still get it. And knowing that it is normal, and it's like Sarah's just said, it comes from generations and self-love, you know, self-care, none of this existed when we were growing up unless you're a teenager listening to this which I don't think any will be but uh, <laughs> we didn't grow up with hashtag self-love Sunday self-care Saturday and you know walking into supermarkets and it's all self-love and face masks and you know looking yeah. after yourself none of that existed it's sort of a very new hashtag thing that you know now we see it a lot in the media and we're all still learning. We're all still with, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s. We're all still learning to love ourselves. And it, it is a, it's a journey it's with lifelong. no death. Yeah. It's, a lifelong, yeah. yeah. it's a lifelong, I like to say it's a lifelong practice of coming back to yourself and being kind to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And this way, And it's just about bringing yourself back and going, yes. Like, how can I, how can I love myself through this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that can be, I think that, how can you love yourself through this? That's a perfect way of just anything that's going on, asking yourself that question. And it mm. kind of really sums it up. It brings it, brings it all back. That's mm. a nice place. I think that's a good, a good end. I'm going to ask you one more question. So what is the one thing, other than what we've just said, um, that you would like the listeners to go away with today so it can be a piece of advice it could be sharing something if you've got you can share about the self-love tribe anything that you've got coming up anything that you want to share this is your spotlight wow that's a big (laughs) (laughs) big spotlight what do I want them to go away with I think maybe just wrap it up by saying like like obviously this work is not easy and you might feel like you want some support from it obviously this is why we do the work that we do with the coaching and what I do with the self-love tribe Um, but I realized that um, it's not very accessible to everyone and especially you know the the self-love tribe is a little bit lower ticket than a a coaching program so I've decided to well I haven't decided I've launched (laughs) (laughs) I've launched an online platform which is essentially everything that I do in the self-love tribe just uh, more accessible uh, in terms of cost and in terms of uh, wherever you are in the world you can access it so 
if you do want to check it out, it's basically the same thing, a safe space for you to come and talk about whatever it is that you're going through. Uh, you'll have access to some really powerful tools and workbooks, workshops, everything from a variety of different certified coaches in my network. Um, and you'll have the community support as well as the coaches support and some live calls where you can connect with the coaches and the people as well to bring that human element into it. Um, and one of the things that we really, really drive in on in this community is it is about helping you build meaningful connections. So there is a space in there as well where you can connect with people in your area with similar interests and uh, find either your new in-person or online bestie so oh, I love that that's lovely to end on what and what's it called it's called the listening room oh yay I love that mm -hmm. and I will I'll get all the links your Instagram I'll get the link for the listening room and I think you know if you are listening to this in Dubai or wherever you are in the world having this go and check it out because you know it might not be that you meet someone in your um, local area, but it might be that you're sat, I don't know, in Stoke-on-Trent, my hometown. You can meet your new Dubai bestie. Come on holiday, you know. <laughs> Have yeah, a lovely time all from connecting through the listening room. So, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, I'll share. All of that will be in the show notes. Oh, thank you very much, Sarah. I really enjoyed today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And yes, I will see everybody else in one week's time. I'll be back on my own. Uh, yeah, have a lovely day. Thank you. And that's it today, everybody. I hope you have a lovely week and I'll see you again next week. Don't forget, five stars, download, tell your friends. You're amazing.